Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast for bad gamers that's made by bad gamers. We cover the latest in gaming news, game reviews, upcoming releases, and a look at retro titles that made gaming what it is today. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Crowley, and Bad Gamer Garrick. Remember, get good scrubs. Yes, indeed, get good scrubs. It's your weekly dose of bad gaming. It's Bad Gamers Anonymous. I'm your host and lead bad gamer, the baddest of them all, the worst of the worst, Mr. Crowley. Uh, joining me this week, as he joins me every week in the badness that is the awfulness of Bad Gaming Anonymous, it is Garrick. Hello, I'm here. You are here. I'm just going to be honest, I don't feel well. We'll get in that here in just a second. Like I may or may not become vomitous at any moment. Uh, we have a special guest this week. Uh, uh, you you uh, may know him from the Battlefront 2 uh, Cantina cast uh, gaming on the PS4. It's Mustang Joe 302. That's where you can find him. Joe, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming. Uh so uh, we're, we're very pleased to have you, and I, we're going to get to all the stuff that you're going to talk about because you 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 game on a couple of different systems. What do you what what do you game on? Primarily PC. I do a little on PS4, mostly uh, just Battlefront there, and uh, a little bit of HTC Vive. There you go. So uh, HTC Vive is going to bring a fresh perspective to that. Don't you have a Switch as well? Do you have a Switch? I do. I do play a lot on the Switch, mostly on the go, but. I don't even know why you're on the show now, Joe. I'm so glad I'm not the only one. Right. Bishop will be. So, someone has to get in here and tell you what's up because you don't seem to have any tolerance for it. No, I really don't. Ooh. I really don't. I have... Spitting the truth. Ah, oh, here we go. Spitting truth. You can find us at Facebook uh, forward slash uh, Bad Gamers Anonymous. We're on the Twitters at, uh, at Bad Gamers Anon. You can follow myself at, at Bad Gamer Crowley. You can follow Garrick at Garrick DR. You can find us on Instagram. You can find Garrick DR on Twitch. You can email us at badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a message at 319-804-9205. Crowley76 and Garrick DR. Those are our PSNs. Mustang Joe 302 he is here. And we're going to just jump into the show. So we're not going to have a game of the month this month. We're just not going to do it. We It's the end of the year. There's a ton of stuff that is out there's a ton of stuff that has been out. There's a ton of stuff that has gone on sale. Tis the season. So instead of doing a show uh, for one game, we're going to cover some of the games that we may have missed throughout the year. Uh, some of the games that we liked. Some of the games maybe we didn't like. Should you buy it? Should you not buy it? If it goes on sale, should you get it? Like Battlefront 2. Garrick says get it if it goes on sale. I say buy it for full price. Joe would probably. But I won't. Yeah, I think full price is good for that. Yeah, see, Garrick, two against one. I'm not asking for like a heavy price. I just like mm, like five dollars off. off, five ten dollars. That's all I want. Don't don't make me pay tax, and I'll buy it. Help a brother out. Help <laughs> yeah. a brother out. It is the season, man. Help a brother out. Tax free uh, weekend. So yeah, so let's let's just talk about some of the games maybe that we liked throughout the year. Uh, that we think you should play. And certainly, if it was a game of the month, you should probably check it out regardless. Uh, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn is definitely, I think, a buy. Zelda Breath of the Wild, if for whatever reason you decided to, to waste your money and buy a Wii U. So much better than 
Horizon. Horizon is it, it one game of the year for a reason. Yeah, I I talked about this last week. Do I really need to reiterate why I don't? I, don't I put, mean, I heard you talk about it last week, but you're still wrong. I don't yeah. put any stock in award shows. I just don't. They can all suck. It. Horizon Zero Dawn is better than Zelda Breath of the Wild. I like Joe. Can we keep him around? Nah. I mean, I played both of those games and I bounced off Horizon because it couldn't keep me. And I put almost 200 hours in Breath of the Wild. So I, I know several people right now that are that that will love this. That me just getting blasted about how good nintendo switch is and it's not good good it's so good it's not stop wasting your money uh before we really get into it though i do need to 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 give a shout out to imperial moonwalker uh and if you have a a situation similar to this please share it with us and we too will give you a shout out on the air we should probably have him on because this is quite an accomplishment in battlefront 2 he had a match where he got one credit one uno (laughs) I don't, I don't know how that's possible, but he did it. Wow. So congratulations to Imperial Moonwalker and your badness. Pretty bad. <laughs> that's pretty bad. I, I don't even know. Yeah. It's impressive. It is. It's impressively bad. Um, so I think the first game that I want to talk about uh, is The Fractured Butthole. South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Now, when you purchase this game at full price, you get uh, the Stick of Truth for free that you can download. So I'm going to be honest. I tried to play that before I played played the fractured butthole, and I just like to say the fractured butthole, so I may say the fractured butthole a lot right now. It's 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 the best thing to say. It really is. What's uh, great is that I, I really appreciate that they give you a stick of truth in your fractured butthole. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did give you the stick of truth right inside your fractured butthole, right inside the cover. It's right there. Look. The fractured butthole uh, is good. I don't, I'm not going to say it's not good, but I tried playing Stick of Truth first, and the Stick of Truth, man, it does not age well. No. It just doesn't. Uh, it's only a couple of years old. I think it came out, what, 14, 2014? So, like, three years. Uh, I'm pretty sure it came out before Xbox One and PS4s came out, so 2012, 2013, I want to say. Well, there you go. 2013. All right, so let's just say minimum it's almost a five-year-old game, right? And it plays like a five-year-old game. I mean, the graphics aren't bad. I mean, it's not that that you you can't play it because of the graphics. It's just the mechanics are just super wonky. And the story, I mean, when was the last time you saw the aliens on South Park? I mean, if you watch South Park, I mean, we do, or at least I do. I mean, the member berries and all that stuff. I mean, you've heard me talk about that all the time with all the nostalgia and everything. But I, I... I got to the point where you're on the alien ship and you're trying to like get the probe out of Stan's dad's butt. And I'm just like, I don't care anymore. I'm going to play the fractured butthole. Well, I mean, that's, that's one way to have a tangent. <laughs> I just liked that. I ended where Stan's dad throw the probe in his butt. I is so. Like, the, I think it just reminded you. You're like, ah, oh, probe in the butt. Right. I should probably play fractured butthole. Right. It, that's probably what it was. I was like, oh yeah, I should probably pull this stick of truth out of my fractured butthole and play it. So that's what I did. I played the fractured butthole. It, 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 the the graphics are a little bit better. The the mechanics are a little bit better, but it's still a kids. It's it's a kids game, but it's not a kids game. Like there's not a child I know that should play this game. If you are under the age of eighteen. Don't play this game. Yeah, it's, you, it's real bad. Yeah, if your parents are like, come down and they're like, what is this? Like, no, it's not good. Don't, like, no. Just don't save yourself the hassle. Don't, don't play it. 
It's just, but I mean, furniture. I, I just don't know. It didn't keep my. I, I would probably skip it. I'd wait for it to go on sale to buy it used. That's just me. You, you probably won't get the stick of truth that way in your fractured butthole. But I mean, honestly, who wants a stick inside their their fractured butthole? Yeah, I think I think that's just like a early release edition. So probably after the holidays, any any new copies that come out aren't gonna have it anymore. Um, did you ever get to play the stick of truth or the fractured butthole, Joe? No, I never played either one of them. Are you a fan uh, of tactics or RPGs? RPGs for sure. Okay, you you might like Stick of Truth because it plays kind of like a, a old school Final Fantasy turn based RPG. Yeah, it really does. The new one, the the the, the fractured butthole doesn't, but the the Stick of Truth certainly has that element to it. But I just, I don't know. I just got tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. I don't know. Uh, and so now let's let's you know. I think the uh, another one that we want to cover here is Skyrim VR. Uh, for the PS4 is where I am currently playing it, and that's why I feel a little vomitous right now. Uh, this game, I, I played it the other day. I put it in, and I played it for a couple hours, and I thought it was amazing. I didn't have any motion sickness or reverse motion mo- motion sickness, whatever you want to call it. I didn't I didn't get any of that. It was it was really good. The locomotion was fine. The graphics were, eh, you know, they're all right. It feels like, I'm just going to be honest, it feels like a VR port. Uh, the the menu is not in VR. It's it, so I mean there are elements to the game that I don't care for, but I do like how you can you can choose whether or not you want to use the motion controllers. You can choose whether or not you want to use a, a regular controller. So I mean you can sit down and play this. You don't have to stand up and and play it um, the whole time. So I, I like that. But some of the drawbacks uh, for me were you can't I couldn't figure out how to recenter yourself you know how like sometimes there's some drift in the vr and you have to recenter yourself i couldn't figure out how to do that i don't i i I used every trick that all the other games use like with the options button or what and it wasn't it wouldn't wouldn't i i don't remember how to do it but i know you can i'm sure you can i'm just apparently not smart enough to, (laughs) to, to do it and that's fine but then i got to a point in the game where i started uh, it was like I was turning at a hundred thousand trillion miles an hour, like, and it would make me. It was making me sick, and I couldn't figure out how to stop it. I thought maybe there was a problem with my controller that maybe one of the buttons was stuck that would make you turn because I would use I was using snap movement. So I, I'd hurt. I, I'd hit either the uh, the circle button uh, or uh, the X button, and I would turn left or right, and I would just snap ninety degrees, and it was it was beautiful. And then I would I would press and hold the the playstation button or not the playstation button but the action button on the on the uh controller on the move controller and and that's how i would walk or run forward it was it was great it was fine i had no problems i didn't feel sick well in order to get get the uh the my guy to stop spinning i guess for lack of a better term i i had to i had to switch from snap movement to smooth movement <laughs> man it makes you sick well, we'll probably talk about this a little bit more later on when I talk about Fallout a little bit. But I feel like that uh, Bethesda jank that we love so much isn't really that great in VR. No. It's, yeah. I think you're right. It's just not. It doesn't translate well. I like the snap, but if it's as buggy and look, there's a lot of things wrong with this game. I mean, you just you can go online and you can see all the complaints about it. And they've kind of fixed some of them. But I don't think they fixed all of them. Um I will say this, that the, some of the women in the game are hot, which made me, th- <laughs> which made me think I want a Witcher VR. 
Like, am I the only one that wants Witcher VR? Pretty sure you are. Really? You? I might, I no. might try that. I might. No, play I would definitely play Witcher VR. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. With the, the, there needs to be an attachment for it that I don't want to talk about on the air. But I want, I want to Witcher VR. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I would probably skip this one too until maybe it goes on sale. I don't so, know. I like if you're a big Skyrim fan, you're a big VR fan. Maybe you should pick that. I don't know. I have Skyrim on everything that it's ever come out of. I have ten copies of Skyrim. I've never once beat the game, um, but I I do think that Skyrim VR is the best way to play it. Yeah, the dragons look amazing. Just the immersion itself. There are some things that are definitely janky with it. Um, melee combat, for instance. None of the enemies get close enough to me for me to hit them with a sword. So magic really? all the way. Yeah, I like I'm there with the sword and I can't reach anyone on the swinging furiously, and they're just out of range. I didn't. Me. I didn't have that issue. I didn't. I and I played with the sword. Obviously, at first I played with the sword until I was like, why am I playing with the sword? I am. I am Mr. Crowley. I always play mage, and so I switched it up and figured it out. And and uh, I bow and arrow is super fun because you can you can like let fly so many arrows a it, lot faster than you can in in the real game. It's interesting you yeah, say I that. Think that's nice. It's because that's when I did that first. That's when the game started messing up. Is when I mm. did the bow and arrow. Like I was like, what, what? Like it started to drift real bad, and I had to restart the game. And then when I did, it was it was doing the spinny thing that was making me weird. very sick. Wow. Weird, weird. Uh, another game we didn't talk about this this uh, this year was Star Trek Online coming to PS4. Yeah, uh, free to play game. I don't know how I feel about. I mean, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole right off the bat before I talk about Star Trek Online. I, I don't know how I feel about free to play games coming to the PS4, and certainly this is not the first one. Another big. Uh, uh, IP, I guess you could say, that came to the PS4 uh, a couple years ago was uh, the DC um, game. And I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. How am I blanking on this? I'm pretty sure it's just called DC Universe Online. There you go, DC Universe Online. That's why I was blanking on it. Yeah, DCUO. I just don't know how I feel about that because I don't know. They're kind of uh, pay to win. Kind of. I mean, you still have to put the time into the game. Uh, but you can certainly dump a ton of money into it right away to get really cool ships, really cool, you know, powers or whatever, depending on the game. I just don't know. I feel like those free to play games should be relegated to the PC and and your and your mobile device. I don't I, I don't know if it's gonna really have an impact. I think Battlefront two and EA's just major screw up of that is gonna change the landscape of of loot boxes and games as a service to begin with. So I just, I don't know if it's a good port from PC to PS4. I I disagree. Um, Star Trek Online as a port, yeah, maybe. But those free-to-play games, DC Universe Online was on the PS3 for free. So it definitely has that kind of um, pedigree on PlayStation system. But PlayStation 4 started out with some kind of janky shooter game and I think Warframe and something else yeah. as free-to-play when it first launched. And it took a couple years for Warframe to get to Xbox, even. And I think because of that, you saw Warframe as a game really become successful because it, it not only was on PC, but it was also on consoles, too. And now it's just blown up. Joe, what do you think? Um, I think I think the free-to-play games definitely have a place on the console. I mean, 
you're you're going through the same pay to win mechanics and games that you're paying sixty dollars to get started on. Why not have a free one? What if you just want to play a game? You don't have any money to buy one. You can get in there, screw around a little bit. Um, and then a lot of those free to play games, or at least some of them, the pay structure isn't quite so gambly as Battlefront. You get, you know, you can subscription models or whatever you need to do, um, and that's that's something to play with. I see them having their place. I haven't tried Star Trek Online on uh, PS4, but I did play that on PC. Yeah, I played it on PC as well, and I'd probably skip it on PS4. I mean, the thing with, with the free-to-play games like that is you're really downloading the whole game, and you're putting it on the hard drive. I, I, there's not – I just don't know. I mean, unless you've got a backup hard drive or uh, or the, the – I, I just don't know. I just don't think it's a good idea. Some, I think some games lend itself well to it. Um, Warframe being more of a, an action-y hack-and-slash game. Um, the Neverwinter MMO just came out. Same thing. It's it's more of a hack-and-slash. Terra Online is coming to PS4 and Xbox One here soon. So I think those kind of genres lend itself well, but I don't think like Star Wars The Old Republic would do well. I don't think those, those kind of skill bar heavy games or have any place on console. Yeah, that's you know what, and that's probably you make a good point. I would probably I would probably agree with 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 all of that. Um <laughs> so there those were my three games uh on all three of uh or you know, start uh the Star Trek Online, the Skyrim and the Fractured Butthole. I I would probably like if you if you're a big Star Trek fan and you don't have a PC that's capable of playing it, there you go. You know, it's free to play, but I I I I don't think you'll get a lot of enjoyment out of it. I certainly didn't, not even on the PC. Uh, Skyrim, I would wait until it goes on sale, and the Fractured Butthole. I just wanted to say that one more time. Um, I do want to talk just very quickly before we move on about Battlefront 2, because I do think that that's a game that you should pick up, like I said earlier. Battlefront 2 did release uh, their new missions, and their, their season started, and the new mission, Resurrection, I thought was a really good mission uh, I, and we're going to spoil it for you. So just be aware that I'm about to spoil the resurrection Hold story on. for you. Hold on. Are you ready? I'm, I'm going to do it. Are you there? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. I, Iden dies. That's it. That's it. That's the spoiler. Iden Versio is dead. Wow. Right. I could have I predicted that. Really? Yeah. Why, yeah. why? Why? Why could you have predicted that? Because uh, it's like 30 years later. Yeah. And they're, I don't. I don't see them putting a whole lot of like continuing her character out of the games so much. What about her? They're cool, but I don't. I don't think so. What about Zay, her daughter? Do you think they'll continue her out of the game at all? Uh doubt. It's doubtful to me. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think so either. I don't know. I just no. like Janina a lot. Janina Gravankar, and <laughs> I like to look at her. So I was very bummed. But it's definitely it's worth the play. It does tie into the Last Jedi. If you haven't seen that movie, uh, go see it and don't hate on it. It's really good. I don't care what you say. I liked it a lot. I, I loved it. I watched yeah, it twice it, already. It's amazing. Yeah, I've seen it twice. I'm probably gonna try to see it again soon. Same. I'm gonna go see it tomorrow for the second time. So both of you can suck it, and then I'll be uh, I'll caught up to you. Uh, but it does tie in. I think it ties in really well. I know there were some people who said they didn't understand, uh, you know, what happened between the two movies. The, the the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi well nothing it pretty much picks up right where the other yeah. one left off so I yeah and, and and I think the bat that this Battlefront two mission kind of explains that a little more in detail so if you're a big Star Wars fan 
I, I pick it up. Like if you haven't picked it up yet, just go do it. Uh, look, you can probably go to GameStop and get a used copy because there are a lot of people who are angry about the game turned in. So, I think right now they're actually on sale for the rest of the week. Um, they're almost like half off. There you go. I, as they should be, as they they did not sell nearly as well as EA had predicted. Thank you, EA, for screwing everything up. Uh, Garrick, what PS4 games do you want to talk about that we didn't talk about this year? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not quite so wordy as some other people, so this won't take too long. I hate you. <laughs> but um, first on my list, uh, I think these are actually chronological. Um, Near Automata came out very early, I think in February, and I absolutely loved it. I It has tons of different kind of genres like mashed together like the first level itself is a bullet hell shooter then it turns into a hack and slash then it turns into a platforming game then it's a top down like almost a roguelike hack and slash game and then it just keeps changing and then it finally like mission two opens up to this almost open world like hack and slash rpg and it's it's absolutely gorgeous beautiful weird japanese game um i didn't get to beat it unfortunately but as i understand it there's like eight different endings or something what how's it i i don't how how do you know how well uh, the first few i understand because the the first one you play as the main character 9s or something like that second one you play as the sidekick character 2b and then the they're all androids so they have weird names and then the third one, you play as this, like, secret character, and you go on, on all these, like, backstory missions, and you're, like, 8C or something. I don't know their names. But then, then there's, like, different different stories. So as you, like, beat the game more, it will, like, flesh out different aspects of the story from, like, different different times or what's going on at the same time in this other place. Things like that. I have no desire to play that based on your descriptions. <laughs> it's also on PC. Um, second is Neo. Uh, this is from the uh, uh, Team Ninja guys that make the Ninja Gaiden games. Um, it's a Dark Souls-ish game. Um, another one I didn't get to finish, so I want to go back and beat it, but I absolutely loved it. I think any anybody who wants a good challenge, anybody who played any of the Bloodborne games or Dark Souls games or Demon Souls or just like a challenge definitely give neo a shot can i can i ask you a question yeah how many games did you play this year just give me a just a a, a guesstimate how many games did you play this year 87 and out of that 87 how many did you beat one legend of zelda breath of the wild game of the year 2017 it's not game of the year game of the year i cannot wait until (laughs) i cannot wait for our end of year show i can't wait oh be fun it's gonna be me versus you yep. uh um, what's your next one i know you got another one here well yeah that you haven't uh, beat is another one i haven't beaten because it's way too big uh persona 5 um playstation exclusive it's on ps3 and ps4 japanese rpg it is the epitome of turn-based rpgs final fantasy wished it was that good um, it, it's kind of like a Final Fantasy meets Pokemon. That's some strong wordage right there. Final Fantasy wishes it was this good. I mean, the last, what was the last good turn-based Final Fantasy game? Seven? 
fucking twenty years ago. I don't know. I like I kind of I kind of <laughs> liked eight and nine, but after that, I kind of stopped. I was like, I don't. It's the, yeah, you know, exactly. You know, it's the same turn based guy. And I think Joe and I were talking about this earlier. There's such a huge rabid fan base for Final Fantasy that they really haven't had to change a whole lot of their their gameplay over how many years? 20, 25 years now. They haven't they haven't really changed a whole lot other than the graphics look a little bit better. Uh, but I think Final Fantasy 15 kind of went away from that, and it's open world, and the combat system's a lot different. They're putting content in. I think, honestly, I think that could be one of my contenders for for at least ongoing uh, game. Um but so Persona Five does it a lot differently, is what you're saying. Let me ask you. You said it's a PS exclusive. It's, it, is it free? No. How much is it? Um, I mean, it's gone on sale several times. It came out just earlier this year, I think in May or June. Um, so it, normal price sixty bucks still, but you can get it on PS3, PS4. Um, I think I've seen it go as low as 30 bucks what what are the graphics like i mean if you're gonna put this if you're gonna say that the 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 mechanics are better than final fantasy are the graphics as good as final fantasy no it's it's a a very anime inspired art style um so the the wait 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 wait. anime anime like which anime like which artist which anime artist um pretty generic manga style just hard sharp lines um nothing too definitive like you can't look at it and be like oh this is a hayao miyazaki style character or this is whoever that guy is who makes the dragon ball game (laughs) dragon dragon ball (laughs) thing dragon balls dragon balls i sure it's dragon balls dragon with the z though dragon balls i I don't know I don't. But, uh, I, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't name an anime artist if you. If there was a gun to my head, I'd be like, mm, "Well, mm, why'd you this. ask?" I, I because I just wanted to see what your level of knowledge was when it came to anime. Maybe I had a question about anime that I wanted it's, to see if you could answer, and you cannot, sir. Thank you. Thank you. It's pretty generic Japanese-looking anime. What it, What I like about the game is it's half um, turn-based RPG and half high school simulator. What? Yeah, it's it's a good time. I don't even know. I have to study for tests. I have to take up a part time job. What? This doesn't sound appealing to me. <laughs> no. Why would I those are like high the... school when I was actually there? Right. That's like the worst part of high school. Why would I want to go back to do that? <laughs> but but really, like that's ten percent of the game. Um, and all honestly, the amount of time you're playing it, most of the time you are. Uh, you know, fighting shadows, fighting monsters, and is like thirty percent of the game being awkward around girls. I don't understand. Yes, like, actually, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of girls that you can date. One of them being like a doctor who's considerably older than you. What? Um, <laughs> this sounds completely inappropriate. And now I want to play it. Well, good. Go I still it. don't want to play it. I don't know <laughs> if I could date a doctor that's thirty years older than I am. I might. I might be like, hey, there's. There's like classmates and stuff, and there's classmates or not classmates, but other other high school kids from like different high schools that you meet, and then there's like a doctor you go to who's like a gothic chick, and what? then there's this reporter chick you go to for like intel, and she's also a, a drunk, and they're both pretty significantly older, um, but they are they well, are dating potentials. Well, yeah, I don't understand. Your a doctor has to be significantly older than a high schooler. 
just based yeah. on the amount of time that it takes you to get through medical school. Unless, of course, it's Doogie Hauser. I mean, <laughs> it's like a goth Doogie Hauser, sure. Is it like emo goth? Like, is it Kylo Ren goth? Or Anakin Skywalker emo? Like, I, 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 you know what? I don't even care. If the game goes on sale, play the game. Find out. I don't. I don't know that I will. I don't know if you've <laughs> sold this game for me. I'll be honest. <laughs> I need to be though. I, I love RPGs, and I really wish Final Fantasy 16 would would harken back to. No, roots, no. But... I'm cutting you off. No. <laughs> Next. Final Fantasy 15 was so good. I don't. I want to see more of that. I can't wait for Final Fantasy 7 remake. <laughs> uh, the out of all those games, the only one I want to play is Nier Automata. It's a good one. Yeah, no, that yeah, I've heard. I, I definitely want to play Neo. You want to play Neo? I want to play Nier, and he wants us both to play Persona Five. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. I mean, uh, Joe, did, were, were there any PlayStation Four? I mean, I know you said like the only game that you really play on PlayStation is is Battlefront. I mean, is there anything? Yeah, I there? don't think I had turned my PS Four on all year until <laughs> Battlefront came I on. I don't think I turned it on all year until Battlefront. All right, well, fair enough. Uh, Xbox, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. I mean, the the screenshots coming off the Xbox look amazing in the four K. They look really good. Here's my issue with anything Assassin's Creed. It's the same game repackaged in a different time. Like This one isn't, though. Uh, how so? You're going to have to sell me on this one. Let's go back to one of my favorite genres. Mm. Souls-like games. Assassin's Creed Origins has changed up its combat significantly, where it actually has hitboxes in the characters, completely different weapon animations for all the different weapon archetypes you can get. Um, different reaches, different speeds, different everything. And so you do have to take into account where your enemies are, like what direction your character is actually facing when you're pressing attack. It's not, oh, there's an enemy 15 feet that way. You press the attack and you just are suddenly like magically leap over in their face and start stabbing them. There is no magical press and hold B or parry. It is actually like, I have a shield, block when they're attacking me or dodge roll out of the way so that you don't get hit because the shields don't negate all the damage. You still take some damage, again, depending which type of shield you have equipped. It's a lot deeper com complex combat system. And you have a leveling up system and skill tree. You, it's almost an RPG. You may have just sold me on this game. It's really darn good. It still has that Assassin's Creed, you know, climb here, craft that, do all that stuff, random missions. But then the combat makes it feel like a completely different game like i won't buy it on the xbox because i don't own an xbox because i'm not why dumb. would you right exactly <laughs> uh but i may buy it on ps4 so it's worth it there you go uh what three games do you have for the xbox that people should buy if they have wasted their money and bought an xbox um number one cuphead you can also get this uh on windows 10 pcs it's definitely worth it boss rush mode um beautiful art style with some Kind of platforming elements in between super hard game I'm, I'm getting a theme here of i like challenge but um or you're just really bad and can't finish a game i, I haven't finished that don't worry <laughs> um I've, I've gotten like <laughs> two or three bosses in and and i got distracted but uh I, I just love the art style and i love the music especially it just harkens back to those like 1920s 1930s cartoons right. and they did a masterful job sure. on it it Next. is a cool looking game. Next. 
<laughs> um, Assassin's Creed Origins as well, because I have it on my Xbox One. I, I, I haven't really played a lot because I was planning on getting an Xbox One X, and I knew this one and the next game I'm going to talk about are, are enhanced more so on Xbox than they are on PlayStation 4. Um, we don't so, get a lot of exclusives, so we're just going to make yeah. ours look pretty. Exactly. It's that, that was their plan. Um, next is Middle Earth Shadows of War. Uh, I wanted to get into this game badly, and it never caught me. So I think if you're a Middle Earth fan, or if you like the Batman Arkham games, and that kind of combat system, you'll like this. But the, the controls have kind of turned me off. It's too complex. Joe, do you have an Xbox One or an Xbox One X? I had an Xbox One, and then I gave it away when I realized my mistake. Atta boy, you you just <laughs> took the financial hit. You're like, here, somebody take this. I don't want yeah, it. Yeah, I I just I donated it. I didn't need it. There's no point. Anything, you know, just like you said, you it. All of the Xbox exclusives show up on Windows 10, and I yeah. have a much more powerful PC than the Xbox will ever be. So there's just no point in having it. Oh, Joe, you might be my spirit animal. Yeah. When. when- Xbox came out with their Xbox Play Anywhere program, and all their exclusives are available now on Windows 10. There's no reason to have an Xbox if you're a PC gamer. There you go. There's not one bit. It's it's that's that, that is unanimous. Don't buy an Xbox. Yeah, don't buy one and give it away. It feels good. <laughs> you feel like you've done the Lord's work when you do that. Charity. That's right. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Switch games. Uh, if you've bought yourself a Switch, uh, punch yourself. Then in the congratulations, f- you have won. made the best decision. Punch yep. yourself, punch yourself in the face. Uh, instead of buying a Switch, you should buy yourself a nice Star Wars collectible because the Switch sucks. Uh, Joe, let's go to you first. Uh, you uh, were not smart enough to not buy a uh, Nintendo Switch. Give me your three games that people should I- should play on their on their Nintendo Switch. I think you got it wrong side around, Crowley. I think you bought too many Star Wars collectible and forgot to buy yourself some good taste and common sense. Oh, uh, that's a sick burn. Uh, I, so I played a ton of Zelda and Mario on that this year, but everybody's talked about that already. So I'm going to talk about a couple of different games. Uh, I played a lot of Neon Chrome, which is it's been on PC for a while, and I think it's even on phones at this point um but it's like a twin stick roguelike kind of uh very neon colored futuristic shooter and it's basically my go-to when i'm listening to podcasts or something it's a very like casual uh play while you're distracted game and it's great for that it's a ton of fun uh and it's really pretty um Aren't all Switch games play while you're distracted? No, no, no. Oh. This is a good one, though. Okay. Uh, Skyrim on the Switch, I've been playing that. Uh, it's kind of crazy how much I've gotten back into that game. I've, I put 200 or so hours into that on the PC, and then I put some more into the remaster when it came out, and I'm playing it again. And the, the ability to like take it and go play while I'm on the on the move with it. Uh, I get long lunch breaks at work, and everybody watches Let's Make a Deal in the break room, and this is a great way to not watch Let's Make a Deal in the break room. 
I suppose if the Nintendo Switch has one redeeming, uh, redeeming quality, it's that you don't have to watch Let's Make a Deal while on lunch break. It's the best way to avoid it. And and I have, I have probably like 50 hours into Skyrim on Switch already. It's, nice. It's really nice to take that, go outside, let the dog out, bring it with you. I'm going to be 100% honest. And, and <sighs> I kind of wish... I had the Switch and Skyrim. Because, like, those are the type of games, like your RPGs, that, like, your Zelda Breath of the Wild, where I would like to take it with me and, and, and play it, and I'm not, con- you know, just, I'm not chained to my TV, I'm not chained to my PC. I, I would really like that, and I was really hoping that that's what the Vita was, and it, obviously we all know now that it wasn't. Um, nope. So I, I, I really wish, I kind of... I just don't know if I could justify it by uh, purchasing it, and, but that would be the only reason I wanted it, is so that I could do what you're you're talking about here, and I think that, that that does give it an advantage. However, in my defense of not purchasing a Switch and thinking that it is a waste of money, it is basically a handheld Wii U. It looks better than the Wii U. Barely. But, but still better. But I'm tell, I'll, I'll tell you... First time you're playing Breath of the Wild or Skyrim, and you can pick that thing up and take it with you, the Switch will totally defend itself to you, and you'll be happy you bought it. It's a it's a great thing to go through. I'm looking at the show notes, and I just I want to punch somebody through the screen, and it's not you. It's not you, Joe. <laughs> All right, I'm so here. so Skyrim, Neon Chrome. Uh, I can't believe you're even going to talk about this next game, Joe. Go ahead, go talk about it. Mario plus Rabbids, man, <laughs> that's something. Uh, man, that's I something. Actually, I have mixed feelings on it, to be honest. Um, it started off way too easy, and it slowly gives you mechanics and adds difficulty to as you play. And there was kind of a sweet spot for me midway through, where it was like. The correct level of hard and fun and then it kind of got harder than i wanted to pay attention to that game like i wanted it to be to stay kind of in that slightly more casual um i feel like if i wanted to play a tactics game that hard i would be playing xcom uh but it is really weirdly charming the sense of humor is crazy for a mario game the fact that like Mario's got a gun and there's a lot of toilet humor stuff is kind of weird. Um, I definitely liked it. I definitely would recommend anybody who has a Switch play it. Um, but it was it's a weird game. It's a weird game that exists. You've not sold me on that game whatsoever. It's yeah. a fantastic game that exists. Oh, I knew Derek was going to say that. I was so hoping he wasn't going to, but he did. Ah, it's so good though. So I absolutely love this game. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got we've got one that's on the fence. I guess it sounds like you're on the fence. Like yes or no? Would you? I, I would say yes. Buy it. I liked it. I wouldn't say I loved it. I would say I liked it. Oh, good lord. So buy it on sale, maybe. Yeah, that's a buy it on sale for me. What about Neon Chrome? Buy it. Yeah, Neon Chrome is definitely a buy. And it's Skyrim. cheap. I think it's like ten bucks. All right. Well, there you go. Two buys and a no, and then Garrett's all about the rabbit. No, buy Mario plus rabbits. It's so good, especially since no. Listen, 
like Ubisoft made this game. That's I like I do like Ubisoft. That is, very, that is definitely something that's crazy. That it's, Ubisoft it's a Mario, Mario game. Yeah. It's licensed. It's a Mario game made by a third party. Like mm. what? Yeah. They, Nintendo's only done that twice before, I think. Mm. I know they did it with um, uh, Super Mario RPG with Square Enix. Mm. They made that game. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe this is the only the second time they've ever done it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's so good. It, it, yeah, you're absolutely right. It definitely has an XCOM feel to it. Like I swear, this is an XCOM game with the Mario skin on it. Yeah, it feels like it. So good. Feels like I don't care. Moving on. <laughs> Snipper. What is Snipper Clips? I've never even heard of this. What kind of four-year-old games are you putting on here? These are I'm, I'm, I don't mean four-year-old in terms of four years old. I mean a four-year-old play it. Snipper Clips? Hey, Timmy, you want to play Snipper Clips? Yes, I want to play Snipper. What is Snipper Clips? Uh, so Snipper Clips is a pretty pretty difficult kind of puzzle game. Uh. Um, where you, you utilize two different characters. It's a great co-op game, mm-hmm. uh, but you can play single player. Mm-hmm. You have these two little guys. You basically overlap each other, and you, like, cut pieces out of each other's characters. Um, and you you basically are, are cutting parts out of each other to try to solve puzzles. So my favorite example is um, there's a pencil that drops from the ceiling, and you have to catch it and take it over to a pencil sharpener. So I will take one side of, of the, or I'll take one snipper guy and I'll cut out the right side and then I'll go and I'll cut out the left side of him and then I will use him and I'll turn them sideways and I'll use the one that's been cut out of to cut out the inside of the other one and then I'll use that to catch the pencil when it falls and then carry it over to the pencil sharpener. It's, it has all these cute little puzzles in it and it's absolutely genius. They just had an expansion that comes out that's actually part of the physical copy now. This used to be a digital-only game. It sounds and amazing. Yeah, really yeah. Dumb. Uh, I had much fun playing it. Uh, whatever. Moving on. Next. Moving on. Splatoon 2. Splatoon. Nintendo exclusive, almost Call of Duty paintball. I don't know what it is. But it's so good. Competitive multiplayer. You have a single-player campaign. You have this kind of almost zombies-esque horde mode where you're you're fighting against uh i think it's called salmon run you have all these weird you get so excited for nintendo switch games (laughs) but they're so good the quality very good amazing like we we, we talk about we talk about games for the playstation 4 all the time we even throw in some xbox games talk about pc games but you get the most excited garrick for nintendo switch games it's because I'm happy to see Nintendo doing well for once. Yeah. Uh, what, they, what, what is that saying? Um, that they haven't done well in a few years? <laughs> well, yeah, but rising tides floats all boats, something like that. I don't know. S- having a, a third party or having a, a third developer that hasn't been doing well the past generation and seeing them finally kind of rise and come into their own is, is great for everyone, uh, not just uh, Nintendo. Okay, and I don't disagree with that, so let me ask you this. Are you going to be this excited for Atari's new console? I am hopefully optimistic. <laughs> oh, no. That thing is going to be hot garbage. That thing is going to be hot garbage. I also think it will be hot garbage, but you know what? Let's let's see what they can do. Sure. I really do want to see atari fail and burn i don't want to buy one but i kind of feel like i need to just for the podcast but i don't very that wood paneling looks real nice that is is true that (laughs) That wood paneling looks real nice 
Joe, I swear to God. Like those two, the like it's hot garbage and that wood paneling looks real nice. Oh, those are two of the best one liners so far this podcast. Well done, sir. Well done. Do you we really need to look to the future of yes, the Switch? Speaking of the future oh. of consoles and Atari, let's talk about the future of the Switch. No. It they is the finest announced. console on the market, pretty much. They just announced that Bayonetta no. 1 and 2 are getting remastered. Speaking of Wii U, Bayonetta 2 was a Wii U exclusive, and Bayonetta 1, one of the best, best games that have come out in, in the past 10 years. You know what else is a Wii U exclusive? That stupid uh, screen you didn't need. Go ahead, keep going. I mean, yeah. Um, they also announced Bayonetta 3 is coming out exclusive. It's weird to see this mature, you are this sexy witch vixen in the skin tight dominatrix outfit with guns and guns. Wait, 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 wait. Go back to the skin tight dominatrix stuff. Like, I'm like, that makes me want to pick up a Switch. It is. Think of um, Devil May Cry. Yeah. But. You are a, a sexy, busty witch lady. <laughs> you are say, where's the PC port so I can see, so we can some, get some mods I on that. I don't know if there is one. Uh, there needs one. one on PC. Uh, there, I don't think there is. There needs to be uh, one just for the mods that I am dreaming so, of. So Bayonetta One came out on PS3 and and Xbox 360, mm. and then Bayonetta Two was a Wii U exclusive, yeah, yeah, and yeah. therefore nobody played it. But <laughs> nobody played it. Exactly. I played a little bit of it. Remastering. One and two, um, and they're coming out with three. It's weird to think that this is a this is a Nintendo franchise now. Now, now Bay- Bayonetta is Nintendo. That's a little odd to think about, just because Nintendo is they're not known for their no. This is like skin their, their skin tight exclusive. Yeah, like, and I'm good good for them, I guess. I don't. <laughs> they even have a Bayonetta amiibo for the Super Smash Brothers series on the Wii U. Like, Joe, okay, did you buy two, a actually. Wii U? Did you own a Wii U? I had a Wii U, but I waited until it was cheap. Okay, well, at least at least you had that then. So, Metroid Prime Four, sometime. Yes, that would they be announced Metroid Prime Four. Like that would be the one game, along with Zelda, where I'm like, that really would make me question not having a Switch. Yep, it's. I I really hope it's good. It's been so long. We've we've been asking for it for forever, and they it, finally now. Yes, she, we're working on it. Is is Samus gonna be in a skin tight dominatrix? hopefully yeah hopefully we get zero suit samus i'm okay with zero suit samus (laughs) but also they announced pokemon is actually coming to the switch i'm excited for this i'm excited for this a main entry this is the first main entry pokemon on console that they've ever done it's so exciting can't wait cannot wait I know this is a podcast and nobody can see what i'm doing but i'm literally double face palming because when one face palm isn't enough you've got to use Two face. That's what I'm call, doing. You you may need to call your wife down. She may need to assist from the face palm. Well, it might need to be a triple face palm because this is ridiculous. Pokemon. Seriously, you're both grown men. So it is again good turn based RPG. Uh, yep. That, and now you you want a Super Smash Brothers? I like I like Joe. He's on my side. And yeah, they've got to announce. I know the the game director of Super Smash was like, "This is the last one. I'm done. You guys suck." But I'm I they have to contract him yeah. for another one like there's no way they don't put super smash on the switch they made one happen. for the freaking wii u and the switch sale yeah. is about to encompass um and surpass we use lifetime sales in less than a year on the market this is ridiculous yeah let's let's talk about that there's that news mm. nintendo switch just surpassed 10 million units sold 
in only nine months. That's amazing. Good job. I mean, I know I live in the middle of nowhere, but I still haven't seen one on the shelf yet. It's ridiculous. <sighs> Let's talk about PC games this year that we missed. <laughs> uh, and honestly, the show has been very much PS4 heavy. And next year, I promise it won't be as much. Uh, buy an Xbox? No, but we will talk about PC games. Uh, Joe, give me your just. I know you've got four here. Give me your Fallout VR review. Fallout VR, man, I wanted that to be way better than it is. <laughs> right? Uh, oh, it's it has a lot of potential. There are moments playing that game that feel amazing, like lifting your arm and the Pit Boy just being there is awesome, and being able to manipulate it without having to use any like menu is great um and it you, looks amazing and you play like, we, we need to you play this on the htc vive correct yes on okay. the htc vive yeah so it does look good now what what graphics card are you running uh i have a 1080 i've got a nine i think i've got a 970 in mine and i feel so behind now you should get a 1080 it's pretty nice yeah i, I can imagine so it looks really good, but the gameplay itself, like how does it translate? I mean, like like I said, for for Skyrim VR, it feels like a VR port. Does this feel like just they ported oh, it over? This feels like a kind of a bad VR port. <laughs> Ouch. There's a couple there's like two major things that stick out when you play it. They map the controls to the Vive Wand differently than every other game does so it's super unnatural picking things up and putting them down it, you just you feel i'm constantly grabbing the wrong buttons and getting flustered in combat I try to do something and the buttons are not what you expect and i've played a lot of vr games and it's kind of like you have with shooters on, on any console you have understood controls like this is the button that shoots this is the button that pulls up your menu and then they didn't follow that, especially when interacting with the environment. And it's it's not fun. And the other big problem is the locomotion. Moving around is worse than any VR game I've ever played. Uh, I play Skyrim. <sighs> oh, man. it's They give you two options to move. You have teleport and you have traditional movement. And if you do traditional movement where you use the thumb pad like a joystick the first time i've ever felt sick in vr and i've done i've used joystick motion in vr before and, and for whatever reason in fallout it's like an instant barf button i can't do it <laughs> and and yeah. the teleporting the teleporting is horrendous they really they map the distance that you are allowed to teleport to your um ap point bar like you're sprinting so you get one full length teleport or two, depending on how much you put into it, and then it starts shrinking. And then if you try to teleport a few times, uh, you start being only able to teleport about a foot and a half at a time. That's Which in a awful. in a game in a game where you're tra traveling miles to get to different places, it's really bad. That's it, that's bad. Like and, and that's like Skyrim. It doesn't do that. Like it'll like if you have too much stuff, you're weighed down, and then you just have to press the teleportation button faster <laughs> to go a short amount of distance. But I mean, it's not it's not anything like that. That's awful. Yeah, you do like two or three. I've got a few points into stamina now. It's all I'm putting points into at this point oh. because I. Why are want you still playing? It? 
Like I, I wanted, I wanted to have a lot to say about it, so I played a bunch of it. I appreciate that, and I'm but sure our listeners felt, did too. But I, it felt like a chore. You get that first quest where they tell you to go to Diamond City, and uh, it takes like upwards of 15 minutes of just oh, clicking on the button to get there. Geez. That's ridiculous. Uh, so buy it or no? Like I would say wait and see if they fix any of this before I put any money on it. Like Definitely not in the way it sits right now. Uh, so you've got a couple other VR games on here that you played. Um, what about Space Pirate Trainer? That game has been like my favorite since I got the Vive. Uh, and they just had a big update to version 1.0. Um, and it is. They, they made some like quality of life changes and some new enemy types with 1.0. And it is so good. It's like being in the Matrix. You're like ducking and swaying around laser shots. And they did, they added a thing at some point where when the bullets from the enemies get close, they like echolocate, they start pinging so you can hear where they're coming from. So you can dodge them with sound as well as visually. So you can kind of tell where they're coming from. And it's, it's really fun to be like dropping to your knees and leaning over to the side and you got like your two blasters and you're shooting up into the sky. I feel like yelling. There was a firefight like I'm uh, Willem Dafoe and Boondock Saints. <laughs> there was a firefight. It's really it's a ton of fun. Oh, um, that's a good movie. Break up. I get a I get a sweat going every time I play Space Pirate Trainer. It's good. <laughs> okay, I see. I I see. Uh, Garrick put on his the same thing that you had on your Super Hot is the next one. Like you want to talk about feeling like, like you know Willem Dafoe and there was a firefight. What you you and I talked about this game a little bit. A lot of moving, a lot of up and down. Like how good is Super Hot? Super Hot is awesome, and Super Hot in VR is extra awesome. Uh, that's like reaching out and catching like a ninja star that's being thrown at you with your hand, and like whipping it back at people, and like chucking the gun through the air, and then moving over to where the gun's going to land and grabbing it. Super fun. Um, and even just the, the regular non-VR version is one of my more highly liked games in the past couple of years. Um, it It's more of a puzzle game than you think it's going to be when you get it, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I would agree with that puzzly aspect. There you go. All right. Well, we are quickly running out of time. So, Garrick, we're going to we're going to move to you PC Games 3, PC games that you want to talk about. I'll be quick. Divinity 2, awesome. Haven't played it, but great stuff. I played the first one. Cool. PUBG, player on Battlegrounds. What? XCOM 2, War of the Chosen was the expansion that just came out. <laughs> I didn't mean you had to come back to it. PUBG, yes or no? Let's let let let's No. Let's, no. It's no. 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 I, I like PUBG. No. See, I, I like read, it a lot. I have not no. read a lot of bad things about PUBG. No. Right. That game gets my heart going. That's a that's a tense game. I don't understand that game at all. What's the point? To be the last man standing. I feel Who like that's pretty simple. Cares? It is Hunger Games <laughs> the game. Hunger Games. I don't even know what that means. Hunger Games the games. All right, well. Garrick says no. Uh, Joe says yes. Uh, super hot. I think they both say yes. Space Pirate Trainer, obviously yes. XCOM 2, War of the Chosen. Seriously, XCOM 2? 
Yeah, it had an expansion. It's a, I believe it's a standalone too, and it it really expanded upon the game. It was fantastic. Dis- disclosure: I may have reviewed this game. Yeah, I know. Uh, indie games, real quick. Uh, the one indie game that I've played this year that I just cannot get enough of is Throne of Lies. And I'll be honest, that was what my pick was for game of the month this month. I like Throne of Lies. I like it a lot. Uh, we have Joa from the Canteen Cast to thank for that. That game is just amazing. It is a tabletop experience brought uh, to PC. And so I, I, I could try to break this down for you. There's a lot of different things that you could be in the game, in Throne of Lies. And uh, your job is to basically be the last man standing, uh, but you can vote to execute... Uh, people there's there's two or three different factions and they all kind of work against each other and so you need to try to be a part of the winning faction and you need to fool other people and so you, it's all seriously about convincing them that you that you are what you need to be even if you're not does that make sense so if you're an evil king you need to convince them all that you're a good king while working against them if you're um if you're a sheriff and you work for the good king, then you're trying to, to help the sheriff along the prince. There's all kinds of different roles. It's 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 a tabletop game brought to PC in a very clever way for $10 on Steam. I highly recommend everybody pick this game up and, and, and play it because it is fun as all get out. So Throne of Lies, PC, Steam, $10, play it. Um, I don't I don't know that we have time for anything else. Uh, Hellblade, Senwa Sacrifice. Uh, Garrick, is that something that you want to talk about real quick? Uh, we kind of discussed it a little bit on our last show, so okay. everyone who's interested, just just go listen to our last show. Uh, Joe, uh, out of the three games you have listed there, what, what's like the one you would say everyone needs to play? Oh, definitely play Dead Cells. That game is super good. It's in early access still, but it's a ton of fun. There you go, Dead Cells. Pick it up. Yeah. I thought, I thought you would say Nidhogg. Uh, I of like I um I played all the games I was going to talk about today for a couple of minutes to uh, refamiliarize myself, and I launched Dead Cells and realized I was three hours in. <laughs> I can't. The game is so much fun. I can't. I can't recommend it enough. What is Dead Cells about? Just quickly. It's uh, it's a it's a run based kind of roguelike uh, side scrolling combat game. Uh, it's got a really good aesthetic to it. You unlock items, and when you unlock an item, it makes it available to find in the world. And then you buy permanent upgrades to your character, like um, how much money you can carry over through death and stuff like that. Uh, more life, uh, more health potions. Uh, it's got a bunch of really cool hooks with things like if you can't afford something, you can steal it. But if you steal something, uh, you get a curse on you, and you have to kill 10 enemies without being touched once. Uh, to get, break the curse, and if you get hit at all, you die permanently from that. So it's it's hard, it's fun, it looks great, it's really a good, it's a it's a fun game. There you that go, awesome. That does it. Kind of makes me want to go pick it up. So Dead Cells uh, for everybody out there that's looking for something uh, new and different that maybe you haven't heard of before. That Throne of Lies and the Switch still sucks. I think is pretty much the bullet points from this show. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't think we would get a full hour out of the show, and we've got a full hour out of the show. We've kind of had to like cut some things out that we wanted to get to. Uh, so I'll just you know mention them real quick. Nidhogg 2, uh, Heat Signature, 
What Remains of Edith Finch and Little Nightmares. Those are all games that you can check out at your own discretion. Um, this was the Games We Missed show. Next week, it's our end-of-year spectacular show where we talk about our games of the year, uh, our favorites, uh, and, and run those down for you. That should be a fun show. Uh, Joe, Mustang Joe 302, thanks for uh, uh, being with us this week. Uh, we definitely appreciate your point of view and your review. Of- thanks a bunch for having me. No, man, it was it was great having you, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to have you back again at some point. Mustang Joe 302 on the PS4, I believe that's also his Steam. Um, I, I, you know, when you have a name like Crowley, everybody wants to be Crowley, but there's only one, and that's me. So I don't even remember what my Steam is. It's like Crowley 7602. So I don't even know. Don't, don't try to look it up, because I don't remember. There's a lot of Crowleys. There's a lot of Crowleys. You have no idea. It's ridiculous. Uh, so, again, Mustang Joe, thanks for uh, coming. If you want to play Battlefront 2 with us, check out the Cantina Cats Discord. Uh, there's a Battlefront 2 channel there where we're always saying, hey, who's going to be on? When's everybody going to be on? Let's let's get together and die spectacularly. So Yeah, definitely second that. Get in that Discord. That's a good place to be. It is a good place to be. A lot of cool people there. And uh, so, yeah, definitely check that out. Mike and Joe over there. If you haven't watched The Last Jedi, um, you know, probably don't listen to the Cantina cast yet. We we should do instead of doing our game of the year, we should do a spoiler cast for Last Jedi. <laughs> do you I want... second that. I second that. It's a good idea. <laughs> I don't. Best idea. I don't know. I don't know. We could talk about it, but I I uh, I don't know. We'll we'll start a new podcast. Bad movie watchers anonymous. Bad movie watchers anonymous. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I, I know. I, I think everybody here in the in, in, at least right now loved it. I know there's a couple of people who will remain nameless in the Cantina cast discord that didn't care for it. Uh, But I loved it. I I can't wait to see it again. uh, Hopefully tomorrow. So all I can tell is from what people say about why they don't like it is because their fan theories were wrong, which is that seems to be the case most of the time. Oh God. It's so like, get over it. (laughs) Right. This didn't happen. I thought it was going to happen and it didn't. And now I don't like what direction they took it. Just shut up. I don't care. A lot of people got really super emotionally invested in their theories, and when they didn't come true, it's like getting stabbed in the heart for them. I hate social media. Uh, I just, I love, I love it. I hate social media. <laughs> Everyone's opinion matters. We talked about that last week. Speaking of social media, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous, Twitter at Bad Gamers Anon. I'm at Bad Gamer Crowley. That's at Garrick DR. You can find him on Twitch at the same name. Find us on Instagram. Email us, Bad Gamers Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and leave us a message, 319-804-9205. Seriously, if you guys don't know that yet, why are you even listening to the cast? Joe, thanks for being here. Derek, I guess thanks for showing up again. I, I'm, Yay. I, I'm glad I have a co-host every week. I'm Mr. Crowley. We'll see you.